0: Greg, uh, explain this share buyback concept to me. I mean, if I'm a company, I'm I'm buying stock in myself. That just seems a little weird at, at first glance.
1: Well, I think you're right. That is what happens. And um, I think the biggest buybacker of all may be uh, Microsoft. We'll get to that in a moment. But uh, companies like to buy back their shares. They think that it helps the persona of the company. They think that the public is aware that they might be buying those back because they think that's the best place for their money right now, that there aren't the kind of acquisitions or new products that they should be investing in. It's kind of a double-edged sword, though, because some people would claim that they're buying their own stock because they can't find anything, because they're they're not good enough to find something new or something fresh. To invest in, so there are pluses and minuses to the buyback business.
0: Well, it also seems to me, if I own stock in a company and that company is uh, using its money to buy stock in itself rather than give me a bigger dividend, I'm, you know, I might be a little disappointed in that, or, or should I be? I mean, tr- help me understand this.
1: I, I actually think that's one of the biggest drawbacks. Is uh, I think most people really enjoy getting a cash dividend every quarter. And many companies don't pay any dividend, but those who pay even a small dividend, the, the public just loves it when you, when you increase that dividend. Share buybacks also help the stock to a small degree when they're announced, but they don't have anywhere near the impact of a cash dividend. And I, I think a lot of people would prefer to see that dividend.
0: Well, you mentioned Microsoft is a prime example of, of share buybacks. How is it going for them?
1: Microsoft is, uh, as I said earlier, maybe the biggest buybacker of all time. It, it has repurchased $84 billion of its own stock in the last 10 years. Now, you can't accuse Microsoft of doing that instead of investing in others. I mean, it, it's, they've had enormous purchases, including the recent purchase of Skype. Uh, so you can't, you can't argue that way. However, you, one of the main, uh, pluses of a buyback is it, often boosts the price of the stock. In Microsoft's case, despite $84 billion in buybacks, uh, their stock's gone down 25% in the past 10 years.
0: Well, I guess one would have to wonder how much farther down it would be if they hadn't been buying back the stock.
1: I think that's a fair way of thinking about it. Uh, You can't exactly determine what would have happened, but I think it's clear that that wouldn't have helped the stock, that's for sure. You know, one thing you can't accuse Microsoft of doing is not disclosing every repurchase. Microsoft is outstanding at telling the public how many shares it's buying, how many it bought, where it stands on that. Some companies will announce a buyback and then not really follow up. So it's like they just did it to get a quick boost in their price. But Microsoft doesn't do that at all.
0: Well, it sounds like there are pros and cons to buybacks. Overall, are are they a good thing, a bad thing? You know,
1: I think that we we've talked more about the negatives, but I I think overall they help you. They help the shareholder. Uh there but there are some negatives that shareholders should be aware of.
0: Thanks, Greg. Greg Heberlin is KPLU's financial commentator. You can download our Money Matters Conversations at KPLU dot org. I'm Dave Meyer.